Hello, and welcome to my podcast, Empowered to Thrive. I'm your host, Kareen Powell. I'm an intuitive guide, and I absolutely love helping people to heal from within so that they can create a life that they love, a life that they enjoy. We weren't meant to just tolerate and get through life. We were meant to thrive and enjoy the life we're living. Of course, we will have seasons and moments that are difficult and challenging. And the beauty of it is that we can be supported in those moments. I am here to be an aid and a guide to support you. And I hope that you will enjoy not only today's episode, but some of the past episodes if you haven't heard them yet. On this podcast, I talk about all things inner wellness. We also sprinkle in some spirituality and parenting because as a mom to three kids, parenting is a big part of my life. I hope that you enjoy the episode and that there's at least one thing you'll pull from it and start to implement into your own life. If you want to follow me in other ways, you can find me on Instagram, Kareen underscore Change Radically, or on Facebook, Change Radically. Would you do me a favor and share this podcast with your friends if you hear an episode that resonates with you? And would you also go ahead and give me a rating and review my podcast? It would mean so much to me and I would appreciate it. I hope that you enjoy the episode and that we connect. Today's episode is excerpts taken from a collective session that I recently hosted with a small group. If you like what you're hearing, this is your invitation to join us. We're going to meet a couple more times this month, and I would love to have you participate. But in addition to that, please just note that as you're listening, if anything feels a little disjointed or out of place, it's because these are parts of a larger conversation. Enjoy the episode. I want to just um, intuitively speak to all of you. So it's going to be generic. Close your eyes if it helps you receive it. Keep them open if you want. I don't care. Um, but just position yourself in a way where you feel like you're opening your heart up to receive and so before we do that, I'd like us to take a few deep breaths and just think about inhaling peace and rest. And as you exhale, just letting go of the stress and the tension of today, of your difficult relationships, of life in general. So just breathe in through our nose and hold that breath for, you know, six, seven seconds. And slowly let it out through your mouth. And again. So we just absorb all of the goodness that surrounds us and we release all of the stress and everything that's heavy and weighty and we just let it go in this moment. And I just want to remind you all that 
you are not your stressors. Your stressors are not your life. That they are a small portion of life. And we're going to learn more and more how to allow them to be a small portion of our life in the corner, not all consuming us, not in our face. And so just to any tension in your shoulders, just you can, you know, roll them, you can do whatever feels good to release any tension, any stress. I want to remind you as you do that, that you, you are not responsible for the people around you. You are not responsible for their emotions, for their life circumstances, the adult people around you. They are responsible for their life circumstances, for their decisions, and for their emotions. And as we move down from our shoulders, just notice if you feel any anxiety, tightness in your chest or in your stomach area. And whether you do or don't, I just want to let you, the little girl that you once were know that she is safe right now and she is loved that there's nothing in this space that she needs to fear. And even if something comes up that makes you feel afraid, you can share that and you're not going to be yelled at or criticized or made fun of for your feelings. So to that little girl, I want to again tell her that she is safe and she is loved. There's nothing she needs to fear. And to every part of you that has a preconceived idea of who you need to be, how you need to show up what's the right thing to say or not to say to every part of you that's been told this is okay and this isn't this is who you should be and this isn't who this is who you should not be i say to every one of those ideas those thoughts those internalized voices you don't have power in this space because freedom is here. Everyone here watching now or watching later is allowed to express themselves, to show up however they need. And all of your parts are welcome. What I mean by that is if you have this part of yourself that you feel like, you know what, once I showed up and I really spoke my mind, and I was shut down. I was told you don't ever speak to me in that way. That part of yourself that learned to be quiet 
is allowed to show up here. The parts of yourself that maybe have been pushed to other corners are allowed to come back and to integrate back in. And as you, at least all three of you know, because you've all worked with me on some capacity, a big part of healing is integrating back into ourselves and allowing every bit of us that's thought we had to hide or we had to shut it off to come back so that we can become our authentic self, the fullness of who we were created to be. So as I stop talking, I wanna give you all a chance to respond. If, if there was something you noticed in your body, if there was something that I said that really resonated with you and you feel like you wanna share that with us, then let's take a few minutes and give space for that. One of the questions was how to move on when you're emotionally triggered. And I think you all have a basis, but just in case anyone listening to the replay doesn't, when I, when I talk about being triggered, it's normally just when we feel extreme intense emotion and it can sometimes feel like it's spiraling us downward or amping us up. Um, but it's based off of a subconscious belief, something we believe about ourselves, about other people or life in general. And that belief is affecting our perception and our feelings in that moment. So we can be triggered in so many ways, but I, I, I'll just throw out an example. I think one way that um, I at least am triggered is if somebody wants to try to say how I should feel or what I should think. If I'm not careful, I can react to that. Because it's a sensitive spot for me. Because like you said, mom, I lived in an environment where people did dictate how you needed to think and be. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So I react to that in a bigger way. But if I set myself back where I just, I'm, I'm almost observing myself from a distance. If you think about it, like I'm here, but I'm seeing myself here. If I can recognize, oh, I'm feeling like they're trying to shut me down. But that's just based off of their emotions right now. This isn't actually about me. It's about them and how they're thinking and feeling. Because when people say things to us, a lot of times they're projecting their own feelings and thoughts and beliefs onto us. So if I look at it from that perspective, I can settle myself and say, <laughs> this isn't about me. I don't need to shut myself down, even if they want me to. But that takes practice, like that, let me pause, literally, take a breath, 
and not let that get at me. Like it doesn't need to get into me. Their, their stuff is on them. Like I literally visualize it like, oh, this is about them. Let me leave it on them and not take it on. So as I say that, I'm curious to know if you already are aware of one of your main triggers, like something that repeatedly occurs and gets you riled up. Because what you're saying is something that I think is really important that we don't always have to make defenses for ourselves. Sometimes people will want them. They might even demand them. It doesn't mean we have anything to prove to them. And I think that's a part of that, like becoming, trusting ourselves more. Um, the self-assured, self-confident, trusting our own self and not doubting it just because somebody brings up an accusation or they bring mm -hmm. up their opinion. So it's easier said than done. But I think it's a good practice to sometimes not have a defense mm -hmm. because especially if the other person is not going to hear what we have to say right, right. and it's not going to affect them like it's not going to change anything really then that's not really the type of person that we should waste our energy trying to convince them of something Mm -hmm. And it's, it means we might be misunderstood, which can be super painful, but I think that's another piece on the healing journey. Like we just, we learn that, yes, I will be misunderstood by other people sometimes, but at least I'm going to be true to myself and understand myself instead of doubting myself, I'm going to be self-assured where actually I understand myself mm -hmm. even if a few other people or many don't so um but yeah it's very hard I think whenever we love somebody it is so hard to see them in a in a bad spot in in a place that we know man I wish they wouldn't I wish they weren't in that place and I know it's hard to just feel those emotions because there's not much we can do with it. You know, it's like, oh, I feel this. I recognize that this is a, is a fear of mine and it's possible reality in the future. Um, and it's hard to just let that be. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, it's good to let emotions show up and present themselves and then be careful not to future trip where we we aren't creating a story about what the future will be when we're not sure yet. Right, right. Especially if it's a story that's, you know, going to take us down. So, so as you start, as you start, as you realize, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm spiraling mm -hmm. because the story I'm creating is a negative one or is whatever, you know, a self-sabotaging one, whatever the word is for it. Mm-hmm. You can literally stop it because being aware is the first thing. Oh, oh, whoa, my thoughts. What are they? You can change the thoughts. You can disempower the thoughts by saying, no, 
I'm not, I'm not allowing that story to be the one that I sit on. I'm going to assume that they haven't had a chance to get to that yet. I'm going to assume that they're pleased in my work. And until I hear otherwise, that's what I'm assuming. You'll be able to deal with it once you, if you find out, oh, they're not satisfied. But until you know one way or the other, you can literally just choose a different narrative. That's at least, you know, like what you can do. I think there's more to it because I think you choose the narrative you presently do based off of some subconscious beliefs. Mm. So the deeper, the deeper work is, oh, what are these beliefs? Why am I telling myself mm. that I probably didn't do well? You know, <laughs> was I shamed <laughs> in the past? Was I told I don't do good enough? You, you know, there's more to it. But changing the story is always a choice. As we become aware, we then get to choose what we do with our thoughts. Because they're only thoughts. Come through and go out. We can <laughs> think when we're driving, I want to drive into a tree. Doesn't make, it doesn't mean anything about us. That is just a thought. There are a lot of people who have thoughts like that. And then we think, oh my God, am I going crazy? Am I suicidal? No, it's a thought. We can let the thought go. We don't have to empower it. We don't have to then create a story about ourselves even out of that thought. Mm. But, you know, I don't think in general, society talks enough about that. So then we do think, oh my God, nobody else thinks this. Yeah, right. People think these things all the time. What do you do with it though? So now before we wrap up, I just want to kind of close in a similar way to how I opened where I just speak intuitively to you where you can relax and absorb and take whatever you need. So you can take a deep breath. Mm -hmm. And I want to remind you that goodness surrounds you. Goodness holds you. It envelops you. Goodness surrounds you. It holds you. It envelops you. You are strong, but not in a way that you have to put in a lot of effort. In a way that you are here showing up, willing to do the deep inner work. That demonstrates your strength. You can't help but be strong. This is not an effort. This is who you were born being. And in that, tied in with, wow, you are strong, you are allowed to be needy. You are allowed to have needs. You are allowed to express your needs and say, here's where I'm at. I can't do it all. I need help. That doesn't mean you aren't still the strong person that you are. 
In fact, it again proves your strength that I am courageous enough to be honest, to be vulnerable, to express here's where I'm at and here's what I need. No longer are you meant to have to manage it all on your own, to have to hold it all in, to have to grin and bear it. Mm -mm. Maybe you have to grin and bear it for a partial day. And then you get to tell somebody, this was a hard day. This was a heavy day. I'm not going to just cry by myself. Sure, start by crying by yourself. Connect with your inner child. Connect with your inner self. And then find someone who is safe to hug you and let your tears out. Find someone who you can call to say, I had a hard day and I don't want to have to bear it alone anymore. It's time that the children we once were know that this is not a life meant to be lived isolated. This is not a life meant to be tolerated. We get to enjoy the life we are living. We get to show up and have needs. We get to be messy and weak. And in that, we are strong. In the messiness and the weakness, we reveal the strength. So I just ask that you would know in the deepest parts of who you are, how loved you are, that this next week, you would feel supported, that you would feel motivated, that you would feel a sense of joy and satisfaction deep within you that might be like a flutter of something new, a flutter of something that you've always deserve to feel, but for different reasons, haven't been able to. So I sit in anticipation for you that you will start to experience the moments that speak to your soul and say, this life isn't as hard as it used to be. This life isn't as lonely as it used to be that it would be as if you feel the sun breaking through the clouds and the storm isn't fully gone, but things are starting to open up and you feel a sense of hope and a sense of anticipation of what is to come because goodness surrounds you, goodness holds you and goodness envelops you. we've come to the end. What did you think about what you heard? I hope that there's something you pull from today's episode and start implementing it into your life. Create the change that you want to see, the change that you hear about. You have the opportunity to transform your life and I'm ready to link arms with you and to help and guide you to the life that you want to live. 
If you resonated with what you heard today and it touched you, would you share it with your friends? Would you also go ahead and rate my podcast and write a written review? It would mean so much to me. I hope that we'll connect, whether it's for a session or just to connect because I enjoy meeting new people. You can find me on Instagram, Kareen underscore Change Radically, or on Facebook, Change Radically. You can also always email me, Kareen at ChangeRadically.com. If you have thoughts, questions, or anything that you just want to talk about, send me an email. I hope that you have a wonderful week, but no matter what your week is like, in the moments that are quiet, maybe it's when you pillow your head at night, or when you're driving in the car or taking a walk, or maybe it's going to be in the midst of the chaos with your children or or the craziness of work. I hope that you'll remember how significant you are, that there is meaning and value to your life, and that I, for one, am so glad that you're alive. Catch you again next week.